Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Good. I did Pilates today. Wow. And how do you feel? Really good. I was scared. I was actually really intimidated because um, I assumed it would be way too hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, everyone, they all have like muscles I don't have. <laughs> so, so <I> just- <laughs> I just thought it was going to be really, 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 really hard. And Uh then I got in there and like there was like all types of ladies in there. There was like an older lady. There was like ladies with like injuries and they couldn't do everything. There was like it was Was a fat one. Not in my not in this class. No. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sure I'm sure they do take the classes. We're not allowed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Pilates <laughs> is. What's the sign that said no fatties at the door? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny if you were inside and then a fat lady walks up and she's like, Ma, that's what I thought. And had to like walk away. Pilates is with a machine, right? You yeah. like do stuff on a machine. Yeah. There's, uh, and there's different kinds of machines. I've never seen this particular one. The, this one had a thing called a jump board where it's like a flat board in front of you and you push mm-hmm. off of it and like jump and do stuff. Like you're laying oh. down. Your back's like yeah. on on a pad. I'm on, uh-huh. <laughs> and then your feet are like flat on this vertical board and then you push uh-huh. off and bounce and like, like oh, roll back and forth. Okay. It was fun. Interesting. It sounds like fun. Yeah. I love an exercise where I can lay down. And that was the best part. <laughs> I was like, thank God I'm laying down. I'm really tired. Like, go exercise and go right to sleep. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Y'all. How are you? Um, I'm good. I did not do Pilates today. Okay. Uh, but Clyde and I went to CVS. He Ooh. loves CVS. I love CVS. Boy, oh boy. I put him in his little bag. His little head is out. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes, oh. Oh, and then he's like, he's very excited to greet the people at CVS. <laughs> well, that's nice. It was a nice calm morning. I've been like running errands since uh, returning back home. Mm-hmm. And that's been like, you know, nice. Running errands is nice. I'm doing a load of laundry. I got my Ooh. car washed today. She is what? Productive. It does feel really, really nice when you're like, checking all the, the things off your list and you're like oh, yeah. good that's done that's done that feels good yeah and I think I might be becoming a morning person 
person. <gasps> Whoa. I woke what up time did you get at nine. Nine before my alarm clock. I know nine is not early for some, but for me, it is early. And I woke yeah. up without my alarm clock. Ooh. And I think it's because I went to different time zones where people kept planning things early. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, I have to be up. So now my body's like, well, you got to get up for something. Oh, do you think you'll yeah. stick to that or? I am going to try because yeah. it's nice that I've got so many things done and it's only 3 p.m. I have a that whole night, really nice. baby, to do whatever oh, yes. this bitch wants. Yeah. Well, not whatever because we are getting dinner. I'm going to do whatever I want <laughs> and no, fuck no. off my commitments no. and not do a single thing no, no, that no. I'm supposed to do. I'm my <laughs> own woman because I'm a morning bitch now. <laughs> But we're, we, we are going to hang out at night because we agreed to. Ooh, remember? Maybe I'll build a, a, a slide of sorts <laughs> you build all a slide night. At night. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out what I was going to build. I was like, uh, I, I don't know. Build a slide um, of sorts. <laughs> well, speaking um, of building, let's yes. talk about two people who built a long lasting friendship amongst the two of them. <laughs> yes, that was a beautiful segue. Thank you so Honestly, much. Honestly, I think you should teach an extension course at some <laughs> community college about segues. And, Not a regular and, university, though. <laughs> two years. What? <laughs> community yeah, college, two years. Yeah. And the, and uh, and it's a continuous class. Like, it never ends because <laughs> I can just like, and that leads me to my next point. <laughs> and it just keeps continuing. And then everyone's like, is this a scam? Yeah. Why is the ending? Um, Am I getting credit? <laughs> okay, I'll let you talk. <laughs> well, today we're doing besting each other, our game. Best friends we... <laughs> who are not us. Best friends. Who are, we do talk to best friends who are not us <laughs> about their friendship, and we put them to the test. Today we have Kenny DeForest, who is a stand-up comedian, writer, actor, best known for his appearances on Late Night with Seth Meyers, and The Late Late Show with James Corden, and his first stand-up album, Bad Dreams, debuted number one on iTunes, and his new special, Don't You Know Who I Am, is out right now on YouTube. We have a second person, David Drake. He is a comedian and was featured on Comedy Central, HBO, Sirius XM, and Fox. He is the producer of a weekly comedy show called Comedians You Should Know in New York City. His stand-up special, That's It, will be released later this fall, and you can look for... All that info on his Instagram at David Drake Comedy or his website, DavidDrakeComedy.com. Please welcome David Drake. Here we are with another segment of Do You Know Your Friend Is It Your Real Friend on Best Friends? <laughs> Besting each other. <laughs> Long segment name. Yes, sure, sure. It really does. Guess what? I like to have fun. I don't like for people to know what's coming. I am fun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So first up, we have. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you do it because you're doing it good. I'll do it. Okay. Is okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, The first half of our best friend pair that we have: very funny comedian, buddy from from way back in the day. And all around good guy. We have David Drake. Hey, thank you. Thank you. For and good buddy that. now, I hope. Yes, good buddy now, too. Um, I think you got the rundown, but we're going to quiz you on your friendship with Kenny and see mm-hmm. if you really are friends. And if not, we go. 
you have to end your friendship. <laughs> you have to end your friendship and move. That's a new thing I've added. Oh, the stakes are getting higher. Far away. You have away to leave from... your whole life. <laughs> I leave my family. Mm-hmm. All right, stakes are high. Yeah. All right, let's hop right into it. One hop this time. How did you two meet? Uh, we met in Chicago. Um, we were both doing uh, open mics. And then um, it was like one of those things where like you are kind of aware of a person before you uh, meet them. Where like I saw him and we had similar friends. And uh, I was like, I will eventually be friends with Kenny, if not now, uh, sometime soon. Do you know how long it was before you were aware of Kenny before you actually became friends? I think it was probably like eight months, maybe. Because I, I moved to Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I keep a journal. Uh, a Kenny count off. Uh, well, like when I got to Chicago, I didn't have any friends at all. I just kind of moved in cold. And so around eight months is when I started to feel like I had like a, an established group. So that's like, that's kind of what I'm basing that off. This is when you made all your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kenny was absorbed in that eight month uh, date. Do you remember Do- what open mic it was that you met Kenny at? Uh, well, Kenny used to run a show called Speakeasy in the bottom of this like restaurant called Stanley's. And then he also used to run a show at this place called The Spot um, in Uptown Chicago. And so I would, I'd go to those shows and I would watch and see Kenny. And then uh, he would be at this open mic called The Gutter Mouth run by this guy, Bill Cruz, who maybe you know, he's like an LA boy now. Well, that was like a, a fun, it was like in, um, man, was it in a bowling mat? No, it wasn't in a bowling alley. Uh, it was in just a regular bar. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember was... what like conversation happened where you guys were like, oh, this feels good. Like, now we're clicking. Um, I really only start specifically remembering Kenny in my life when we went to like Bonnaroo in 2012. Mm-hmm. And that was where I like really... Uh, that's when we started chatting all the time. And so like we became friends eight months in and then it still took another year to strengthen uh, the friendship to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, To something uh, deeper. Okay. A little slow burn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It took a little while, but uh, all good things do. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because when you're doing comedy, you're like surrounded by comedians who you're like, I like you, but you haven't like mm-hmm. made a in-depth connection yet. Yeah, you don't. You're not like people to each other until you actually. Uh, <laughs> you have to like hang out, yeah. doing something not not that stand not comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what is your favorite memory of traveling together? Ooh, I mean, Kenny and I. Kenny's been on, I think every trip i've taken in my adult life uh we do we do these like little boys trips every year to the woods uh it's a wild way to phrase that (laughs) we do these little boys trips trips. (laughs) 
grown man trips. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> my wife calls them boys boys trips, so I I just it was just the that. little that was a little concerning. <laughs> that that's my fault. Like, are there children uh, involved with this? Yeah, <laughs> who's actually? I shouldn't invited? have said little. We're all really big, <laughs> regular size trips. Uh, so you take your big men. boy trips. Uh huh. Big boy trips. Um, but I guess once I I toured with Kenny once in Texas, and um, we were in San Antonio, and we did this like late night walk along the river to that like mall. Do you get? Have you ever been to San Antonio? Not mm, in a very long time. Maybe. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get down there. It's good. That's so the end a, of my... There was an outdoor mall there. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So they have they have a mall that like you can walk out and it's just like this river where it has like restaurants and uh, and apartments and trees and boats. It's a river. Uh, <laughs> so it's like the grove with the river. And... <laughs> you can imagine it's the ocean, skinny. Uh, right through a town. Uh, so yeah, we had this like one long, uh, beautiful little walk. I don't know why this is the specific memory coming up. No, no. Uh, it sounds but... like it meant a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet. I have so many memories of Kenny, but this is like the only time that tour was the only time we were traveling, just me and him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was like after the shows. We did this like long, uh, yeah, it was just like no one was around. <laughs> this, <laughs> um, it was a good walk. Nice. Okay. What is your favorite thing about your friend Kenny? Uh, what do I like about Kenny? Um, he's really good at uh, bringing drugs across state lines <laughs> i think that's a, a admirable quality in kenny <laughs> not everyone has the skills <laughs> yeah, some people get caught and go to jail i'm Kenny's too scared free. to do it but kenny yeah kenny feels he feels not i i'm kind of shocked actually uh our last trip that we took this year he brought it, it looked like a pound of mushrooms on a plane <laughs> oh in God. his backpack <laughs> It was it was like this, this much. Was it hidden? <laughs> no, it's just like in like this little it looked like uh like a travel case where you'd have like toothpaste and uh a toothbrush and contacts solution. Like a toiletries <laughs> bag? Yeah. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's it's like what a I've river, learned. but uh, nobody cares. In France, mm-hmm. they were like, you have to take out all of your toiletries and put them in one little bag. And if it doesn't fit in this one little bag and you show it to us and it doesn't fit, you got to get rid of your toiletries. And I said, that's not a game. I'm willing to play. So she said, do you have toiletries? Do you have liquids? And I said, no, I have so many. I have bags and bags and bags filled with little little toiletries, little, little liquids. And I went through the thing. Nobody said a fucking word. You can bring anything you want on a plane. You just got to say, I'll have it. I, I feel like you just got lucky. I don't want people to like take this advice and be like, yeah. well, Nicole said I can bring anything on a plane. And that's that. But I feel like she's right. Because, I don't know, no one's ever yeah. questioned anything I've had in my backpack. I've gotten stopped. Yeah. Well, I guess 
I don't, <laughs> I've mostly gotten stopped for candles. And I guess, why am I bringing candles? But it, I don't know, if I'm like <laughs> somewhere and I got a candle as a gift or like I'm giving a gift as a candle, I often get stopped and they pull it out and they're like, what's this? And then they look at it and they're like, oh, it's a candle. But I'm like, why every time? It's I've been stopped it's for candles too. Mass. It's a solid They want to know what that solid mass is. Is it like, a th- are you going to bludgeon everyone on the plane? What is it? <laughs> That's I think why it's they like stop a, you. It's like a sneaky liquid. Yeah, I can melt it and then. And then it's liquid and they don't like that. Acid. And then have a sexy time with everyone on the plane. <laughs> and they don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Not on a plane. Not on a plane, no. Distracting. When I came back from Amsterdam, I had a bunch of rubber duckies in my bag. And <laughs> they... They went through my bag, and that lady took out every rubber ducky, and she laughed at me. Uh, that oh, didn't no. feel good. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the only time I've been stopped. <sighs> she took out my shared duck, and she really laughed. Wait, <laughs> she just took them out to make fun of you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think through the thing, they were like, these are duck-shaped things. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's laugh at her. And that's what they did. And I had a sonic duck, and she really laughed about that. It was a little... A little heartbreaking for me. Maybe she just wanted to get all your ducks in a row. Boo! <laughs> Come on. Do you think like- you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you have like a, a duck collection? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of ducks. I got rubber duckies. I got a tattoo of a duck. I got so many ducks. She loves the duck. <laughs> I love a duck. <laughs> okay, next question. If you had to guess, what would you say Kenny's favorite thing is about you? Um, I think Kenny likes how, uh, like, simply I speak. Not that <laughs> Kenny's dumb or anything. But, but Kenny, he said to me before, he likes how I just say things, how um, it's, I don't really doll it up. Uh, <laughs> like how literal you are? I think um, or- like if I'm throwing shade at a friend, it's, uh, it's usually just a, I just kind of, he likes word economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very few words, simple words. I think that's what nobody Kenny needs likes dictionary about me. <laughs> with you. No, th- no, the Thoris, the Thoris. How do I say that word? The Thoris. Say it again. Thesaurus. No, the Thoris. The Thoris. Wait, the- what did you say? Thoris. 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 Wow, that was tough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you added an extra th sound. The Thoris. The Thoris. <laughs> you actually added two. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to think of these things on the spot. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's not the wrong answer. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there I mean, are no so wrong far, answers. It's until... not the wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah, until we compare both answers. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Then we'll see what the wrong answer is. What I'm is curious. something that you do that drives Kenny crazy? Like makes him mad or, mm-hmm. or frustrated? Okay. Um. The only times Kenny has been really mad at me is on on our little boys trips. Uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be going on a hike and I'll I'll like wander off a little too far, and and Kenny will get really mad. Uh, 
so I guess the answer is uh, wandering off makes Kenny crazy. <laughs> he likes when you're close. Is it because you're not telling people where you're going? Like, we'll, we'll just be walking on a straight. It's like a hike. So it's like there's a trail and then I'll just get a little too far away just because sometimes you want peace. Um, and uh, and then he won't be able to see me for a little while. And so he's like, oh, this is, you know, dangerous out here. Yeah. And you're all by yourself. That was like a and so. Thing. Yeah. So the only time Kenny's ever been really mad was I got a little too far away and then they turned around and then I hiked back in the dark. Oh my God. And they, they were like worried and Kenny, Kenny yelled at me and it felt kind of scary. <laughs> were, you not, never, yeah. were you scared when you were hiking back in the dark? No, I mean, I was with one other friend and we had flashlights and it was pretty easy to, I wasn't concerned, but Kenny thought we were dead. Uh, uh, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, we were gone probably 45 minutes in the dark yeah. uh, where they yeah. didn't know where we were. So it's totally understandable. But uh, but yeah, it, I did get that like sinking feeling like when your dad yells at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, oh, no, <laughs> like being in the principal's office waiting for for them to call you in. Yeah. I but mean, it's scary to wander off alone. What if there's a bear? Or yeah. a bear. Or a family. What if the Bernstein bears are out there? What Mama, if there is sister, Papa? Okay, a bear family, not just any. Right. I thought you meant just like a human family. What if <laughs> like, there's a human family out there? That's terrifying. <laughs> there's looking children to in absorb there? you. They're all yeah. related. <laughs> I will say on these trips, I fear running into a family more than I do running <laughs> into a bear. <laughs> Uh, okay. What is something that Kenny does that drives you crazy? Um, honestly, there's not too much that makes my friend, like my friends very rarely make me mad or upset. Um, however, Kenny, very talented stand-up comedian. Occasionally he'll have an, like an awful sketch idea. And he'll <laughs> he'll try to like, what do you think about this? And I can see in his eyes that he just he really believes in it, and he needs me to also <laughs> believe in it. So I'm like, oh yeah. And then I now I'm thinking of ideas that are piggybacking this bad idea. None of it's going to go anywhere. Or uh, and that can be. That can be like a, I guess that's the only moment of tension and only I feel yeah. it. And he would yeah. never know if I didn't <laughs> just reveal it to you. He's gonna, he's gonna know, know soon enough. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, like he's he's sweeping you, the energy sweeping you up into this thing that you didn't even want to sign on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has plenty of good ideas too, but, um, you know. He doesn't want to be involved with the bad ones. Bad ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want a part of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which one of you would do better on the CBS television series long running Survivor? <laughs> it is long running. Mm -hmm. uh, God, that was around when I was like five, eight. 
I think it's on yeah. season like 37 or something crazy or 42. Maybe it's been around more. my whole life. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Kenny would do better. Uh, he's always got, he's always sending me uh, links to camel packs and like interesting shoes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Hiking shoes, sneakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tevas. What kind of shoes? Yeah, yeah, hiking shoes. Um, maybe some like shoes that you can walk in the water and then back out of the water. Adventure mm -hmm. shoes. Adventure I shoes. I do like an adventure shoe. Yeah. He's brought Bear Mace on the trips before. Oh, smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Kenny. Kenny uh, knows that there's some risks, and so he prepares for them. Mm -hmm. so he would do better I'm also based okay. on your description of a river I believe that yeah same. You <laughs> yeah don't know I don't know what is. a river is <laughs> <laughs> I wander off okay. and he's gonna do better last question what do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now uh, I don't know I I hope we both have some money or one of us has money um and we're spending only one. It. <laughs> you think that someone one's needs share? to make money? <laughs> All right, if only one can have it, I hope I have the money. But, wow! <laughs> but if we're both allowed to make money, I hope we both have some. <laughs> allowed. <laughs> yeah, I hope we're both not working at a moving company, mm -hmm. and we, um, yeah, that's that's my goal for us. Not work yeah, in a moving dream company. Dream big. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to dream a little bigger than yeah. that. I feel like that's the goal that could happen in a year. What yeah. what what do you, you see in twenty years? Twenty yeah, years. Twenty years from now, the year two thousand forty three. All right. So the world is ash and dust. <laughs> Me and Kenny. Uh we both got some new adventure shoes and uh Kenny's got a a face mask for me and we're walking into we're walking into it together as the flames lick at the the gray burning sky. You want this to be your answer? <laughs> I, I don't know. Where I see myself in 20 years, I uh I'm in a nice house. My daughter is going to a great school. Maybe Kenny has a a daughter too and they they're friends. Um yeah. How how is how's that one? That one's great. That one's nice. All right. I like yeah, that one. We like that. We'll use that one and not the yeah. the, the apocalyptic. One. Yeah. That <laughs> one was a little bit of a bummer. So I don't <laughs> want to live through an apocalypse. <laughs> Neither do I. Um all right, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we now both have daughters bring... and they, they go to their friends. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> That's great. All right, now we're going to bring Kenny in and uh -huh. ask the same questions and see uh -huh. if you really are friends. All right, let's do it. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream. Extraordinary dairy. Okay. Okay. Kenny, it's Hello. time. <laughs> it's Hello. time. We're going to test you on your friendship. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we have a very good friend of ours, very good friend of David Drake's, and now we're going to test your friendship. Mm, bring it yes. on. I pride myself on friendship. Let's go. <laughs> it's a funny thing to pride yourself on, and I like it. That's right. I'm a great okay. friend. I will see. <laughs> you are a yeah. good friend. Yeah. Um, here's the first question. How did you two meet? We met uh, doing stand-up comedy in Chicago. And my first memory, he remembers from before this, my first memory of Dave was we were doing the open mic at Jokes and Notes on the south side of Chicago, which is a predominantly black comedy club that is now closed. Um, and Dave uh, was in uh, flip-flops and shorts <laughs> uh, and like just crushed. <clears throat> and then... And it was like the kind of crush where the audience was like, we can't believe how much we like this guy. <laughs> and then his set ended and the music started to play and the host wasn't in the room and Dave did not know what to do. And he just started freestyle rapping, which by the way, I've heard him try to freestyle rap multiple times since this. And it is an unmitigated nightmare. <laughs> it always just devolves to him saying, suck my dick a bunch of times. Oh it's God. not good. But on this night, he caught a flow and he had like four bars in a row that were legitimately good. And the crowd just started going crazy. 
And then the host came back on stage, was like, keep it going for that guy. And the people were up on their feet. And oh I was God. like, that guy's going to be my friend. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What a good that is a that's delightful I, that's memory. The first, that's the first time I specifically remember I'm going to be friends with that guy. Because, you know, you're at open mics and you see faces, but you don't know. It's just like there's 50 comics in the room. You don't know who's going to be your friend yet, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you first hung out, just the two of you? Or like a, a moment when it was just the two of you where you're like, ooh, yes, we are clicking? See, that's, you know, it's kind of hard because comedy friendships, you're always just around comedy, especially early on. You're just like talking in front of open mics. I remember talking to Dave after that set <clears throat> outside of the Shuba's open mic, which was like the big, like bring your A game open mic. And I remember him and I talking and I was like, I, and actually what I said to him was, I've been telling people don't sleep on David Drake. And he was like, ah, thanks, man. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was probably trying to convince him to drink with me. And he was like, ah, I'll have like uh, two drinks and go get eight hours of sleep. I was like, you nerd. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, next question is, what is your favorite memory of traveling together? This one is easy. Um, well, actually, no, it's not as easy anymore because now we've traveled together a lot. But I'm going to go with the first time we traveled together. Um, I feel like this is what solidified our friendship. We went to Bonnaroo together in 2012. Mm -hmm. And uh, it you know, changed both of our lives, really. It was the first big music festival I'd ever been to, him to. Um, it was me, Dave and our friend Cameron, and, uh, we did, uh, psychedelics for multiple days straight. And I remember I sort of realized what I wanted my comedy to look like. I got very kind of re a reaffirming trip of you're doing the right thing, pursuing this. And then Dave on that trip, uh, was the first time he told me about his now wife. And he was like, when I get home, I'm going to. I'm going to shoot my shot with this girl. I really like her, blah, blah, blah. And we got back and uh, within weeks they were dating and uh, I was a different dude. All of a sudden I started dressing differently and um, shedding my Ozarks roots a little bit and being a little bit more silly and open and not trying so hard to be cool all the damn time. And um, so that was like a very transformative early trip for both of us. Yeah. I, like I love that. that. That's nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, Kenny, what's your favorite thing about your friend? Ooh, um, I appreciate that Dave uh, is exactly who he is and does not, because um, he's like, you know, if you don't know Dave, he's like kind of offensively white, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> in a time where so many of us whites are doing everything in our power to be less white. Dave just powers through and just does stand up in Birkenstocks and just can't be bothered to even adjust a single thing about himself. And I honestly, I think it's great. And, you know, I've told him this before, but like there's such a pressure in comedy, especially for the boys to be um, filthy party animals. And uh, he's kind of always just been healthy and let everyone call him you know, every name under the sun for being healthy. And he just kind of stares at you and keeps eating raw kale out of a bag. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, man, say whatever you want. You know, I'm mm -hmm. a healthy boy. And uh, so I appreciate that about him. He's not as like um, um, sensitive to like peer pressure. And I, I think that's a very admirable trait in a person. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. If you had to guess, what do you think Dave's favorite thing is about you? 
Um, I think, <laughs> I think I make Dave feel safe. <laughs> I think, um, he's said this to me before. There's been like situations where maybe we're, um, uh, like I remember actually at Bonnaroo, we went to this waterfall and we took acid and, um, the acid kind of lasted longer than we expected. And then the park was closing and we had to drive at night still on acid. And he was like, I just always feel like you're going to get me home. He's like, if you're in charge, I'm going to be okay. Normally I'd be scared out of my mind. And he's kind of said that to me. I think I'm kind of like, um, like a stabilizing rock for him where he's like, everything's going to be okay as long as he's here. And, um, that makes me feel good to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I think so. Okay, what's something you do that drives your friend crazy? Oh, um, I don't think Dave, uh, I don't think he likes how insecure I am. I don't think he understands why. And um, I think watching me spiral, he's just like, you're fucking 6'4", dude, stop it. You know, you've got all the tools, bro. Stop, uh, stop, um, not believing in yourself. I don't know. He's literally said to me, he goes, there's an insecurity there that I just don't, I don't understand. I don't know where it comes from and it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I agree with him. I would also like to get to the bottom of this, but, um, in the meantime, I'll just keep driving my friend crazy with my own neuroses. <laughs> but that's very sweet to have a friend who like can recognize that and like try to convince you otherwise. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I mean. Like, you know, masculinity can be very limiting. And I feel like in a lot of ways, Dave is very, you know, because now it's a little more in vogue for men to be in therapy, to be emotive, to not be so hard and tough. But I feel like Dave has never really been held back by that. And I actually don't even mean that as an insult, even though if I said it to his face, I would frame it as an insult because that's how boys communicate. But like, <laughs> he's just kind of always been like, yeah, dude, I have a Frisbee in my backpack. And um, if you need to talk, I'm here, man. And I don't, I'm not really worried about being cool. So I'll just, whatever you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it is nice. It is really nice. Yeah. That is very nice. It is nice. What's something that Dave does that drives you crazy? Um, it's a phrase and it's, uh, it's fine, man. And like, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not fine. And uh, he definitely thinks you can like, just optimistically will life to be the way you want it to be. And sometimes it's not fine and we have to adjust what we're doing so that we don't die. You know, <laughs> um, the, a time that comes to mind one time we had planned, um, to take a little trip, uh, with our friend Lisa. And we were, our plan was to walk down the beach in Chicago, just take an entire day. Um, uh, we took some mushrooms. We were going to walk down, um, the beach and then it started storming and I was like, let's go inside and right after the storm. And he just goes, ah, it's fine, man. And there's like lightning everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> it isn't though. It isn't. We can go inside and let the storm pass and continue. So there's just like a little bit of that where sometimes like, I feel like if we were on a hike and there was a bear in front of us with its mouth open, David would be like, ah, it's <laughs> fine, man. Let's <laughs> just walk into the bear's mouth and uh, see if we can reason with it. And it's just like, dog, we, we can come back later. It's fine, man. <laughs> Do you remember the scariest moment like that? Like where he was like, it's fine, but it actually was pretty dangerous. Um, 
Well, we had one recently, but he did. He he was so bad. He was not like it's fine. Um, so that we were actually bonded on that one. We were like, this is not fine, and we survived. <laughs> um, but the time I'm thinking of, we were on a hike. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, but we what started as his bachelor party has become an annual guys trip to a different national park, um, which is also just hilarious that we have an annual bachelor party, even though no one's getting married. And um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we go, we take psychedelics in a different park every year is basically the what we do. And um, we were in Yellowstone and, you know, those like acid, like those super hot acid pools that are beautiful they're famous in yellowstone if you google them you can see them but there's signs everywhere highly acidic no swimming so we're coming back from a hike and so the acid pools are like here and then below it is a river but the acid pools are clearly draining into the river Mm -hmm. and we can see our car across the river and dave's like i i can go to cross the river and i'll just get the car and pick you guys up and i'm like no man you're not walking across an acid river what are you talking ah it's fine man and like the amount that we had to argue with him to not risk it Mm -hmm. and just let us take the extra 30 minutes to walk around was insane yeah and uh it's just you know it's a lot of that energy where it's like i just don't want you to die buddy you know what i mean (laughs) i love you man i don't want to like watch you incinerate that would you know think about me think about what that does to my life now (laughs) yeah that would be very scarring if you just watched your friend melt into acid. It's not what I want on my guys' trips. I want all the no. guys, every man out. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the guys yeah. get to go home. I'm like a good Gotta soldier. Bring them with no you. man left behind. That makes no. that makes me think of um, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit that green acid that they would dip the cartoons in. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. No. Did you see that I movie? Actually, no. Weirdly rewatched that recently. No idea yeah. why. Yeah, that was uh, it was a terrifying image. These cartoons were getting wiped out from there, from Toontown, and this man made this like green acid concoction and would dump the the cartoons in the acid, and then they would disintegrate. And it was really sad. And this is yeah. a kids' movie. I, you know, it, was it? It was kind of a kids' movie. <laughs> it was had a lot of adult themes in it. Yeah, it was, it was like a weird combo. It's like kind of the first adult cartoon that I remember. Yeah. Where it was like, ooh, this is like kind of dark. And I remember as a kid, it kind of scared me a little bit because all the mafia, like Dick Tracy looking guys. I yeah. Was like, ooh, this is a lot to look at. <laughs> is that the movie with the sexy rabbit lady? Yeah, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not for kids. No, I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, they had a very, I mean, I guess there's many sexualized cartoons for that were intended for kids, but this is what I think mm. particularly was for adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, another quick example of on this note, real quick, is this is the first time that it's fine, man, was like unacceptable. Yeah. We were in Zion <laughs> National Park in Utah, which is a desert, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like 95 degrees. We're trying to drive up to these waterfalls. We're in rental cars. We get a quarter of the way up. A giant Jeep passes us and they they signal, roll your window down. So we do. And they're like, you're not going to make it in that car. You, you got to have like an all-terrain vehicle, blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay. So we pull over, we park. And they're like, you know, it's about three miles straight uphill. And I go, well, we can't do it. We have no water. We can't hike three miles uphill. And, and Dave goes, ah, it's fine, man. I'm, I'm good on water. And it's like, you're not though. You're not good on water. water. No one's good on. You can't just decide you don't need water in the desert and then hike three (laughs) miles uphill 
Okay. Why am I? Why am I? Why do I have to debate you about this? So yeah, yeah. that's the energy. That's a couple of examples yeah. to give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. Three miles mm-hmm. uphill, no water. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Nothing. You wouldn't survive. Speaking of which, which one of you would do better on the TV show Survivor? Ooh, wow. Um, I think, I think it would be me because I'm a little because Survivor is really about forming alliances, and I think Dave would just kind of float and maybe sort of alienate himself from. <laughs> a little bit of this party and a little bit of this party. Mm-hmm. And then I think he would just decide he'd rather uh, be home at some point. <laughs> and this is more of a thing on me. Like I'm a masochist. So I'm like, bring on the pain. And um, I think I would just like put myself through more, but like from a, not a healthy place. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I have to win or I'm a loser. And I don't think, um, I don't think Dave's is affected by that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he'd probably just fall in an acid pool or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be time for the, like, uh, for the. <laughs> it'd be time for the torch ceremony, and Dave just like in the ocean swimming, just having a nice day. It's <laughs> like I don't care, man. Just play frisbee. Screw this. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh, in twenty years, what do you hope you're both doing? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I hope that we are both, um, still in comedy, um, in a, in a good, healthy, I hope we're both in a healthy headspace, mm-hmm. still in comedy, not consumed by the industry side of it, just enjoying it, um, collaborating, working on things, um, in 20 years, I guess, uh, I hope I'm going, you know what? I hope I'm going to his daughter, Billy's college graduation mm-hmm. in 20 years. And we're very proud of her. And uh, Uncle Kenny's got a big old grin on his face. And I hope that we've both sold some TV shows. And everyone's really excited to see us at Billy's graduation. Everyone's like, is that the guys that wrote the... That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. I like that. Yeah, that's nice. Good goals. Okay. All right. That's it. We're going to bring uh, David back and see if your answers match. If they don't. You have to end your friendship. So sorry. Sayonara to <laughs> the boys' trips. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm, I'm, it was in the fine print. You should have just seen. But you have seen sorry that. about it. Should have <laughs> read the whole email. <laughs> but it was. But it was DocuSign, and I I just clicked through. And, uh, yeah. Sorry so, about on. it. That's you gotta risk. read. <laughs> well, this is this is. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Judith, this is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. 
<laughs> hey everyone, this is Gil Ozeri. You may know me as the guy who eats food over a garbage can, or my wife's cute little companion with the ass that won't quit. Or you may know me from Comedy Bang Bang. I play Dr. Sweet Chat and Ned Bellinella, the busiest man, or Irving Sardinus. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say how much I'm gonna miss Scott now that he's dead. What? What do you mean he's not dead? Well, whose funeral was that? What? Who the hell is Gary? Wow, okay, well, I guess I want to wish Comedy Bang Bang a happy 15th anniversary. Wow, I always have the best time on CBB. It is so much fun to do, and Scott makes me feel warm and welcome and extra wet. So here's to another 15 years. Keep listening to Comedy Bang Bang wherever you get your podcasts. Ruba, go do it. That's right, Ruba. They should go do it. Yes. They should, Ruba, right? Yes. Shouldn't they? No. What do you mean, no? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Ruba, go do Yes, Ruba, go do Ruba, go do That's right. Ruba, go do Okay, here it is, the friendship gauntlet. We asked, how did you two beat? David said, we met in Chicago, both doing open mics, and I was aware of him before I met him. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, I'll be friends with Kenny, if not now, sometime soon. Uh, and eight months, uh, eight months of knowing Kenny, I became friends. Uh, I moved to Chicago. It was cold. I had no friends. Um, Kenny also used to run a show called Speakeasy at Stanley's and a show at the spot in downtown Chicago. There was also an open mic that you guys uh, ran into each other at called Gutter Cruise. It was uh, not in a bowling alley. It was in a bar and it was fun. Um, and then <laughs> remember to hear. Uh, the you repeat this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, she said it was cold and I had no friends. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. You did, uh, though. <laughs> you did. You said I said it was cold, cold and no I had friends. no friends. You well, said I'm a... <laughs> You said I'm I a feel joyless like she's adding loser. details to make it sadder. <laughs> you told like us that you were a, I was outside. <laughs> Your you mattress you were an was on adult the floor. Virgin. You didn't even have a bed frame. You had no <laughs> curtains on your windows. Everyone said, P.U., stinky guy. Um, and we're just but, quoting <laughs> what you said. Yeah, that's what you said. All you right. Like, if I was I in Chicago it. with my tiny wiener. And, uh, <laughs> no, and no. then Kenny came around and saved my life. <laughs> he made, made my huge. wiener big. Yeah, uh, Kenny you... did it. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> You did say that you started remembering uh, being friends with Kenny when you went to Bonnaroo in 2012. Um, Kenny said you met doing stand-up in Chicago. Your first memory of Dave was during an open mic, uh, Jokes and Notes, which is a predominantly black club, which is now closed. Uh, Dave was in flip-flops and shorts, and he crushed. His set ended and the host wasn't around, so to make up the time, he freestyle rapped. And he's not a good freestyle rapper, but that night he caught a flow. And the crowd went crazy. They said, wow. <laughs> I didn't realize you were feet. there for that. I sure was. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't that believe was, what I was saying. That was a high moment for me. Uh, yeah, a real win. <laughs> in this cold, lonely, in this cold, cold, lonely, cold city. year that you had, Daddy finally found a win. felt some warmth from a crowd. I was still a virgin dork, but a virgin dork that could rap. <laughs> um, and my wiener that... grew three sizes that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Kenny decided I'm going to be friends with that guy. 
Um, and then uh, he remembers, Kenny remembers talking to people at other open mics and saying, don't sleep on this guy. He's funny. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> Anytime, buddy. And then we asked you guys, what's your favorite memory of traveling together? Dave said, Kenny has been on every trip I've taken in my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said, we do little boys trips. Uh, then he clarified and said grown man trips. And uh, he's, a, a memory that he has is touring, going on tour, just the two of you. And you guys had a stop in San Antonio, Texas. And he said, we did a late night walk to an outdoor mall. And there was a river with restaurants. And it was just a very beautiful walk. And it was just the two of you. And it sounded very sweet. <laughs> and then we fucked by the river. <laughs> it was a nice night. <laughs> And he was a virgin no more. He was a man that night. Thank you, Kenny, once again. <laughs> for the lovely walk. I do remember that. That was a really fun, that was super fun. That was like a little, as, as I recall too, I think that was when I was home when my mom first was dealing with breast cancer. So that was like a much needed little escape to meet up and go do that. That was awesome, a little Texas run. Well, I was thinking of just like times that we've been, just the two of us. And that run was kind of the only time we've, gone on a like a thing that was just us was that texas oklahoma springfield and uh and that was just san antonio was really way cooler than i thought yeah Yeah, i love that town we gotta go i guess so let's go uh then kenny said uh he's gonna go to the first time that you guys traveled together which was bonnaroo 2012 it was a big festival, and uh, you guys did psychedelics. It was, he had a reaffirming trip that he'd be doing comedy. Uh, Dave said that he was going to shoot his shot with his now wife, and it just seemed like the beginning of a lot of journeys for you two. Kenny always says that, but Bonnaroo, I, I like hooked up with a girl there, and I was like not thinking about having a wife, but... I did like Alex, and she texted me while I was on that trip. Um, but Kenny thinks that I like turned to him and was like, ah, "You said, and I, I quote, I'm ready to be in love.' That's what you said to me." About there's her. no way I said that. You said that to me. <laughs> you got listen. You it's got cold, your little, you, and I'm lonely, and I'm ready to be in love. You got your little, you got your little hookup, and I think you were like, "Okay, enough of that." And um, <laughs> you said it to me. You were like this. You were looking at I don't sky. believe it. Oh, no, um, I do. All right. I have the evidence because you're currently living in a house with her. Uh, <laughs> well, that could that could happen to anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe you were more romantic than you thought, Dave. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe maybe I had a moment of. of I mean, you were on drugs all. that would make you say something like that, even if you didn't. Mean yeah. It. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think you yeah. probably also told that random girl that brought us water that you loved her. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, you, I, lo- I was. Uh, yeah, I think you told Skrillex that you loved him. I was ready to be in love. <laughs> <laughs> um, we asked, "What's your favorite thing about your friend?" Dave said, "Kenny's really good at bringing drugs across state lines. <laughs> I'm too scared, but Kenny can do it. He bought a pound of mushrooms on a plane the last trip we took." It looked like a travel toiletry case that he put it in. Uh, Kenny said, I appreciate that Dave is actually who he is. If you don't know him, he's kind of offensively white. 
He does stand up in Birkenstocks, and I think that's great. Uh, there's a pressure for boys to be filthy party, party animals, and he's always been healthy and not uh, succumbing to peer pressure. Well, now I feel kind of bad because that, that was kind of nice. Like, you said you like me for who I am. <laughs> uh, and I said I like that you commit felonies for me. <laughs> uh, hey, man, that's also nice. Thank you for saying I'm brave. It was an ounce of mushrooms, by the way, not a pound. That would be obscene. It just looked uh, like a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was um, it was silly. I got a little cocky. Um, the confidence yes. of, of white men who evade the law is it knows no bounds. It scared me when you showed it to me. And then I I realized that you you brought it on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was happy. I couldn't have been more happy and pleased with you. But I I was I was like, wow. that's uh, that's something Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna be smarter next year this was kind of a panic last minute decision but i like who you are too oh wow thanks buddy yeah i like it it's a real afterthought yeah it was a person that's pretty good (laughs) uh we asked what's your friend's favorite thing about you dave said i think kenny likes how simply i speak uh he said to me before I just, he likes how I just say things. I don't really doll it up. Uh, and Kenny likes word economy. Like, uh, I, yeah, maybe literal. I still don't know what that means, but <laughs> that's, what, that's what Dave said. He just speaks very plainly. Just it makes be sense like, to Kenny. People will be like, do you like this? And Dave will go, ah, no, I think it's bad. And most people would be like, well, you know, maybe if I saw it again, I, you know, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. This is bad. This is good. You're an idiot. Just right to everyone's face. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. remarkable. <laughs> and then Kenny said, I think I make Dave feel safe. He said to me before, <laughs> um, <laughs> at, uh, he said he said this to me before at Bonnaroo when we were taking acid at a waterfall. Dave said, I feel like you're always going to get me home. I'm like a stabilizing rock for him. I mean, that's. I feel like that's fair. Kenny Kenny is safe. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you're tall and strong. And uh, when I'm around you, I, I guess I feel like it's going to be okay. <laughs> that's nice. That is nice. You better say nice that. Or... feel about you. I'm taking you back to the river in San Antonio. <laughs> that's right. Don't leave me by the river again, Kenny. <laughs> You keep talking that nice talk, and we're going back to that river walk, baby. Yeah, this really safe man uh, is full of threats today. <laughs> I um, feel so we, safe. <laughs> we asked, what's something you do that drives your friend crazy? Dave said, the only time Kenny's been really mad at me is on our little boys trip on a hike. I will wander off too far. Wandering off makes Kenny crazy. <laughs> I just wander off a bit sometimes because, you know, you want some peace. And he gets worried because it's dangerous. And he got mad because I hiked back in the dark and Kenny was worried. He thought I was dead. And uh, I was with another friend, but we were gone for 45 minutes in the dark. Uh, and when he yelled at me, I got that sinking feeling like uh, like when you're at the principal's office and the principal's yelling at you. Mm, and I then- do have big dad energy. That's true. <laughs> and that's. It turns out uh, I learned a little something about anxious attachment styles when I heard you read that back to me. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Well, it also plays in probably to the safety I feel mm. to have someone who's so concerned about me lost in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you'll find my answer really plays into your answer. Go on. 
Yes, Kenny said, <laughs> I don't think Dave likes how insecure I am. I think uh, him watching me spiral will makes him want to say, you need to start believing in yourself. Um, Kenny does want to get to the bottom of this, but in the meantime, he's just going to drive him crazy with his neuroses. Um, oh, sorry, there's one more bit. Masculinity uh, okay. put you in a box, but Dave has never been affected by that. He's always just himself. Kenny, you're so kind to me. Uh, <laughs> aside from that river thing, uh, you've, you've been really nice. But um, yeah, I mean, your neuroses don't really bother me because, um, you know, we all we all have those. Uh, so I actually don't mind talking through friends problems because uh, it, it always helps me look at my own problems when a friend has like something going on with them because more times than not it also applies to you know feelings that you have in yourself mm -hmm. yeah oh, that's very nice of you to say david oh thank yeah. you kenny <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what this podcast is supposed to be <laughs> sincere no we, we like sincerity it's, we, we yeah. like hearing people talk about the love they have for their friends yeah Feels like a real will they, won't they on this episode. Uh, <laughs> and we know the answer is you already have. <laughs> <laughs> will they, won't they? They did. They did. Uh, there is actually. a strong sexual undercurrent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just my shirt. <clears throat> we asked, what is something your friend does that drives you crazy? Dave said, honestly, there's not much that my friends can do to make me mad. However, occasionally Kenny will have a bad sketch idea. He'll ask, what do you think of this? And uh, he needs me to like believe in it because he does. And I can see that the idea is not going anywhere, but he also has plenty of good ideas. I just don't want to be a part of the bad ones. And then Kenny said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump right out of that. <laughs> Unless you want to no, comment on it. <laughs> no need to elaborate further. We'll be elaborating. Go on, off air. <laughs> Much like Sashir, Dave, you have something coming to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Kenny's full of threats for now two, <laughs> two thirds of the other people on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> and then Kenny said, uh, it's a phrase called, it's fine, man. <laughs> sometimes it's not fine. He believes that sometimes you can will life into what you want, and sometimes you can't. One time our plan was to walk with our friend Lisa on mushrooms and it started it started to storm outside and Dave was like, it's fine, man. And I was like, it's not. It's storming outside. We should go inside. Uh, there's actually many examples of this. Then there was a, type, a time where we were on a hike in Yellowstone and there were acid pools. And we were coming back from a hike and the acid pool was draining into the river. Dave said he would walk in the river to get to the car and we had to talk him down just to walk around. Uh, we'd rather walk an extra 30 minutes to get there safely. Then and I'm glad we did, but <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't like an at, like, you could tell the river was fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but. And there's one more example. In, in Zion <laughs> National Park in Utah, um, you're, oh, you were going into the park and you were told that the car wasn't going to make it up the hill. It was hot outside. And they were you, you were told you could hike three miles uphill in the heat. And Dave was like, no, I'm good on water. Like, I don't need, we can make the hike, even though you had no water in the car. And he kept saying it's fine. And Kenny believes it was not. 
That's fair. It it was too hot. <laughs> and you, need, you, you do need water. Yeah. 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 You need water on a hike. It's a um, cornerstone of life. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. We asked, which of you would do better on Survivor? Dave said Kenny would do better. He's always sending links to camel packs and and interesting shoes, hiking shoes, shoes you can walk into the water, adventure shoes. (laughs) Kenny knows that there's risks, so he prepares for it. Kenny said, I think it would be me because it's about forming alliances. And I think Dave would just float and alienate himself from, you know, the people there. And uh, I think he would just decide to go home. And I think I'm a masochist, so I could put myself through more pain. Oh, so you think I would just just leave? Yeah, I don't think you'd care. I think like you would just like go swimming when everyone else is forming alliances. It's a million dollars, Kenny. Mm, that's true. There's a million dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play. You're like, I oh, least okay. try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you I did think, both uh, agree that it was Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that's think Kenny important. would be better. <laughs> Although now that I remember what Survivor is, you are like a capable person and I think that hurts you. Because I think <laughs> they get rid of the capable ones, oh. right? Because that's like a threat to themselves. Yeah, they vote. They vote people out that are threatening. Mm-hmm. Now that I remember the game of the show, yeah, I believe in myself a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, you know, less well, capable she... but easy to get along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so non-threatening, mm. uh, they'll keep me around longer. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you'd have your bandana on, and that just kind of looks right. Yeah, you, less skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all looks, less skill. <laughs> all looks, less skills. I think that goes pretty far in Survivor. Yeah. Okay. And then the last question we asked was, what do you hope you're both doing in 20 years from now? And I'll read Kenny's answer first. Kenny said, <laughs> I hope we're still both doing comedy. We're both in a healthy headspace, not consumed by the industry side of, of things, and we're collaborating with each other. And I hope I'm going to his daughter Billy's graduation. And we've both written some TV shows and people are really excited to see us there. And they're like, oh, look at those guys. We wrote those things. And then Dave said. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I feel like I had a stroke during this question. I, I, I was like thinking about it after I said it. I was like, what have what have I done? <laughs> oh, I cannot. I wait. put it on a podcast. All right, whatever. It was very much like you couldn't imagine the future. <laughs> yeah. Like you were like, like, like for what yourself. Is is the, like the world is going to go on past today? I mean, to to be honest, my first thought was Kenny laying flowers on my grave. Oh my god! I, Twenty. Years I didn't say now? that. Well, you know. Wow. Okay, this is what you actually said. First, he said. <laughs> I hope we both have some money or one of us has some money or if one of us has the money, I, I hope it's me. I hope we're both, <laughs> and I hope we're both not working at a moving company. And then I said, I'd like to like challenge you to think of it <laughs> a bit more in the future. And he, then he said, in 20 years, me and Kenny got some new adventure shoes, a face mask, and we're walking into the world as it burns up before us in some post-apocalyptic reality. And then we said, please answer again. And then he said, (laughs) he said, I I hate this. (laughs) I mean, this is your answer. You said it. I 
I needed more time. <laughs> and then the one that he wanted to declare as the real answer was uh, both of you being in a nice house. Uh, both of you have daughters that go to school together and are friends. And and that's it. <laughs> and that sounds nice. Yeah, that one was the nicest friends. one. Yeah. There you go. Eventually, eventually you got there. Oh, Sorry God. about the other the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, those ones hurt me a little bit. Oh, but God. I do we all make mistakes and think about them. One of us to make <laughs> so money. I'll be we'll thinking about this. <laughs> I, I think I the verdict you. is you guys are friends. Yeah, you definitely have a relationship where you you need each other. Someone uh-huh. needs to take care of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we all bring a little something to the table. <laughs> and Dave has fun bandanas. Yes. Uh, uh, and yeah. more. And more. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are clearly take care of Dave. You're you're clearly friends, and um, you can stay friends. We'll allow. Yes. It. Thank you. You can stay. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks another year, another guys trip. Let's go. Yeah, little boys trip. <laughs> more little boys trips. Dave, okay. did you have anything you wanted to promote specifically? Um, I have a new special coming out in fall called "That's It." And so you can keep an eye out for information mm-hmm. on that um, at my Instagram, David Drake Comedy, or my website, DavidDrakeComedy.com. Great. And Kenny, what would you like to promote? So I have uh, my newest special, Don't You Know Who I Am, is now free on YouTube. Um, and then the audio-only version has 20-plus bonus ma- minutes of material. And you can stream that anywhere you get your albums. And uh, follow me at Kenny DeForest on Instagram or TikTok. Or, yeah, those are the two I care about. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys Perfect. so much for doing this. Yes, thank you for doing oh. this. Good it was so for having us. We didn't answer any emails this episode, but guess what? We will. We love your queries. We love your questions. We also love compliments. <laughs> and you can send compliments to nicoleandsashir at gmail.com or you can text us or phone in your compliments at 424-645-7003. Also, we have transcripts for our new episodes. <laughs> Complimentary. You can check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. We also have merch at podswag.com slash bestfriend and now we have a sale till the end of the month where you can type in bestfriends50 at podswag.com slash bestfriends and get 50% off our merch. Honestly, the ultimate compliment is to wear us on you. Who doesn't love a sale? <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I'll always amplify you, friend. While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more.